Welcome to episode 224 of the Parkrun Adventures podcast. My name is Melissa Ellis and I am joined by the man inspiring the next generation of Shell Harbour volunteers, Ollie Spake. Now, Ollie, you ran a ridiculous amount of kilometres on the weekend. Would you like to start by telling us about that? Well, I think it, it probably pales into comparison for some of those efforts out there, but it's a big step up for me, so thank you. And and by the way, <laughs> hi, Mel, and hi, everyone. <laughs> Easily distracted. I'm like a blowfly. Yeah, yeah. Well, look, I, I had the chance just to go and explore a new new part of the countryside that's remarkably close that I haven't been to before. Uh, came across some fellow park runners that I thought would be out there and um, probably got a bit too excited didn't quite stick to any kind of marathon training program that I should have been sticking to, but uh, it was fun. So hang on, let's just wind back there. Ollie Spake, are you training for a marathon? Training's probably a bit too generous a term, but yeah, we're going to give it a shot. Ooh, are you going to tell us which one? Well, yeah, look, I think I can divulge that because it's, it's not too exciting. I mean, I could I could talk it up, but it's it's actually my local. And it's a local that I just haven't had before, so it was it was too good to turn down. Have you ran a marathon before? I have done one. Ooh. I've done just one, which was my local back then. It's kind of like it's your park run, right? Um, maybe not, but I'll I'll make that analogy. So my my one and only marathon attempt, I think, was twenty sixteen. And it was the Blackmoors Marathon in Sydney because I really wanted to go over the bridge. And at that stage, despite me living in New South Wales and in and near Sydney for most of my life, I'd never been to Centennial Park. So it was a good chance to explore Centennial Park back then. Fabulous. Mm. And so this one's also in Sydney? No, no. So while that one was that one was pretty special, this one this one is quite low key. So we've had an event start. I think it may have only operated once before. It didn't operate last year, but it did run back in 2019. And Mel, it was um, it was the first weekend in December, so it was pretty brutal because I remember the run starting slightly later in the morning than your average long run. Mm. So yeah, brutal. Uh, didn't have a marathon then. Does now, and um, it quite literally is three k's from my front door. So, oh, wow. Yeah. And um, even more special is the turnaround point is just past my parents-in-law house down by the lake, uh, Lake Illawarra. So, yeah, hopefully I'll have the kids out cheering for me or passing me drinks or maybe some performance-enhancing supplements or, or you know, something <laughs> like that. <laughs> Lolly snakes, that's what we're talking <laughs> that's about, That's what children. I meant. Red frogs, red frogs. <laughs> I jest, but look, I'm well underdone, but yeah, as the weekend proved, I think um, when it's all in the spirit oh, of fun, me. I'll, I'll give it a go. You ran 35 kilometres and from what I saw on Strava, you did a pretty good job of it. It was good fun. Good chance to catch up on the podcasts. Good chance to listen to some music too. Very good. And how was volunteering at Shell Harbour on Saturday? It was a lot of fun. You know, the whole run down under spirit, I'd really underestimated this year. We had a great turnout of run down under shirts. So well done to everyone doing run down under. I am so jealous. And both mum and I were looking around with envy, wishing we'd started a long time ago. So, uh, you know, despite the fact that everyone's been talking it up and sharing the great experiences, I really do need to start listening and joining the fun there. I saw your mum was on the roster at Shell Harbour mm. and so was Hannah. Yes. Yeah, look, we, we, we did have to pad out the roster a bit this week. We had a, a late clamour for volleys and mum and Hannah both stepped up, thankfully, and a couple of other fantastic volunteers stepping into key roles. We had a lot of visitors because this is one of those weekends where Husky Park Run, so I timed it just well last week, Husky Park Run was off for the weekend because they have a, a running and triathlon festival often. So a lot of people heading down for that. And again, you know, the, the local tourism was really, really kicking into gear and a lot of people came our way. So it was great to host. Mm, I did see that event down in Huskisson. I actually had to double check back onto your Strava profile to see if that was where you actually ran that 35 kilometres because I saw one of the Dirty Cheetahs was down there. Yes. Yeah, it was good to see Arlene at the park run. It's been a long time since she's been down that way and always good to see a cheetah. 
But uh, no, no, it wasn't me. Maybe with a bit of foresight and planning, which isn't necessarily my forte. Yeah, I have to give it a go sometime. So the World Cup decision-making didn't factor in? <laughs> no, no, out of cycle. Didn't even didn't even kick off. There's a flaw in that, isn't there? <laughs> I think so. I think so. We need to revisit the criteria. Something must be rigged. I mean, <gasps> And Ollie, I've got to make yep. a comment. So last okay. week when I, we were talking about the costumes and I said that Hannah could be an Oompa Loompa, my 11-year-old Zoe has actually corrected me and gone, Mum, Oompa Loompas, <laughs> they're from Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh, right. Wizard of Oz has got munchkins. Now that you say that, that does... Yes, that does make true. So how embarrassing for me, my favourite movie, and I've used the wrong terminology. Yeah, and here I was thinking, well, I can't remember if it was just a witch or a few other things under that house, but <laughs> but a munchkin. All right, I'll mention munchkin to her. Not sure if that's going to change the odds of her making it <laughs> yeah. palm, but she might appreciate being called a munchkin more than an oompa loompa. We'll see. <laughs> oh, goodness. Oh, Mel, at Parkrun, look, mm. the other the other thing I have to say, sometimes, you know, Parkrunners can get quite invested, can get quite emotionally attached to to that result. Um, you know, we've we've all seen it with you, you forget your barcode, you, you can't scan in, you can't get your result, and you know we have those conversations from time to time. This week was a bit different, and this week I have to say I came across the the nicest and most understanding parkrunner who was one of our visitors came down from Kame, and um, yeah, we lost him. What? <laughs> what? <laughs> we, we lost him. Oh, no. <laughs> Maybe if I describe that a bit more accurately. He was very fast. And for those that have been to Shell Harbour Park Run, Maybe you've had your wits about you as you've been heading around the course and, and you're not just thinking you're retracing your steps. We have a spot where one of our marshals moves from the bottom of a hill to the bottom of another hill. So that they get a bit of, you know, calmer balance because they let everyone come down the hill. Everyone's feeling great. Three and a half days into the course, they send them back up a you know a, a great big hill. So you know, there's that 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 karma balance there. Yeah, he was fast. So our marshal was still moving between points after the oh. tail walkers had just come through. The marshal did see him and point out the right direction, but I think he was in the zone. Uh, oh, no. He then crossed back over the uh, the other marshal, which was just after the one k point. So he'd done a full lap of our lagoon at that point. Again, apologies to anyone that doesn't know the course. Yeah, virtually headed back out onto the beach, came up some steps, appeared, somehow managed to appear before any other first finisher at that stage. But what a gracious young man. He said, look, uh, I haven't done the course. I, the marshal wasn't there, was a, was a bit unsure. And uh, we gave him a chance to you know, head back out on course and do a bit more of a run. But he was just, he was just happy. He was fine. That was actually a bit of a highlight. I never thought I'd say losing someone would be a highlight, but... Is he coming back next week, Ollie? Well, I promised him free entry, so I hope so. <laughs> what time did he potentially, would he have come in? Can't you go out and chaperone him? Oh, look, I... <laughs> me personally, that would be a stretch, but... Oh, he was super speedy then if he's faster than you. There are some pretty serious times around that course and he would have set one of them, but... Yeah, we look forward to it in future. Oh, we need to put a call out. We need <laughs> to come down and take this. Oh, I'm sorry, Chihuahua feet. That's all right. We we like the Chihuahua feet. We like the Chihuahua feet. <laughs> like I said last week, we'd been missing it before. Right. It's <laughs> to the ambience. That's right. Right. The serenity. How's the serenity? How's oh my favorite. That's it. Next to Ch next to the Wizard of Oz, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. Oh my god. One in the same, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the castle. Yes. Way up there on Mel's favorite movies. Uh yeah, yeah. I can say I love that one too. Fun fact. Yes. Actually have personally owned a caravan at Bonnie Doon Caravan Park. <sighs> For more than ten years. That's pretty nice. Mm -hmm. And and is it as is it as beautiful as it looks, Mel? It is, yes. My older children, best years of their life growing up yep. in the caravan park. Oh, and excellent. They actually, oh, we're, we're digressing a little bit from. <laughs> But they go, oh, mum, we really feel sorry for Zoe. She hasn't, she hasn't experienced Bonnie Doon. She hasn't had that benefit of growing up, going to the. I'm like, don't you worry about Zoe. She's seen the whole of Victoria through Park Run. She's got friends all around the state. Don't you worry about <laughs> 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 a whole different childhood. Yeah. 
Yeah, how true. So no no trips to Bonnie Doon planned. I mean, if a new park run springs oh up God. nearby, would there that be on the is, agenda? I have to say, and I have told other people in the past, the best course that could start from Bonnie Doon and run across that bridge, anybody that knows Victoria and knows the bridge that spans Lake Ilden at Bonnie Doon, like there's a rail trail and there's a perfect sort of start point just on the Bonnie Doon side of that bridge um, where you could park and you could run out two and a half k's, go across that bridge and come back easily, easily if there was obviously somebody to get behind mm. that for the community. That would be my dream. So you're putting the call out, Mel? <laughs> Any listeners out there? I've done this before. It hasn't Doon. worked. Ollie, it hasn't worked for me. <laughs> but oh. yes, if anybody in Bonnie Doon wants to start a park run, I'm there. I'm helping you. I'll come. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, look, I'd come down for that one. I know I've got a long list, but Holding that, you that one deserves a place. <laughs> oh, wow. We've got way off track. <laughs> it was a nice weekend. And uh, look, I do want to ask you how your weekend was, but I do also want to say uh, one apology. I have a formal apology to make, Mel. Oh. So last week I was holding a wooden table, but I did say the word stability. Oh, I know. Um, New Zealand's got a bone to pick with you, Oliver Spake. The good people of New Zealand, I hereby apologise. I should have realised. And uh, my thoughts and wishes are with you all. And it, it... it is primarily Auckland, isn't it, Mel? Oh, 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 I don't know. No, I don't think so, Ollie. I'm apologising to the whole country then. No, I think I think the whole <laughs> of New Zealand's in stage two, which rules out parkrun. Okay, mm-hmm. okay. From what I saw because Alison posted. So let me say that again. I apologise, New Zealand. I was careless with my words and um, obviously on a serious note, I do hope that everyone stays well. And uh, you have a return to parkrun and normality soon. I concur. But I will watch my words. Absolutely. Good. Lesson learned. Yes. I'm putting on my mum voice. I I need to listen, so thank you. (laughs) I will listen. But how was your parkrun weekend, Mel? It was really good, as usual. There's not many a a Saturday, Sunday that I don't enjoy at parkrun, and I had another adventure. And I covered that last week when I said I was going to Louis Heyman parkrun, which I did do, met up with friends. Sorry, Mel, I hate to interrupt, but I, I do remember not knowing how how to pronounce it. So it is Louis Heyman? No, I don't know. <laughs> In the cafe afterwards, I did say to the ED, is it Louis or Lewis? And she did actually, at first she said Louis and then she said, no, it's Lewis. So, uh-huh. and I'm just not in the habit of saying it correctly. I do believe it's Louis Hammond. Louis Hammond. Okay. Louis Heyman, I was saying completely wrong. Louis Hammond. Louis Hammond. All right. Park. Park run. Ah, uh, yes, because it's got the double park. Right, okay. It does have the double park. And it runs along a creek and, you know, I'm feeling like a broken record at the moment because it seems like all these new park runs I'm going to, they run along a creek or a river, Aussie bush, like beautiful gums, just really picturesque, really reminded me of some of uh, Victoria's, what I class as premier parkrun locations, as in Wimmera River and Nil, the way they run along with just those magnificent gum trees, so really, really majestic. I enjoyed it immensely. (laughs) I did the solo trip. I left at 4 a.m. in the morning. Impressive. (laughs) (laughs) drove up there uh, myself just logistically worked better for me to do the early morning drive yeah drove up there did the park run had brunch with Toc, Jackie friends Helen and Steve another of our regular Victorian tourists Nathan we enjoyed the morning and then I jumped in my car and I drove home so it was a big day. It was a bit exhausted. Oh, it sounds like a fantastic day. I think I remember Nathan too. So, uh, yeah, what a good bunch. Great to have, you know, obviously a healthy contingent make it out there. It really does sound beautiful there. Oh, and <laughs> I've got to tell you a funny story. So I got there, I parked my car, and as I parked my car, Tony and Jackie were just, oh, sorry, Toc and Jackie were just walking down the street. So, you know, got out and caught them and walked to the park run, and the ED was so excited because there was a famous person at their park run, Ooh. a podcast famous person. Yep. Talk. 
<laughs> well, Toc is absolutely a celebrity, so I can understand the excitement. He is. Bless him. He tried to very politely say that I was also there, but they weren't having any of it. They only had fangirling for Toc. <laughs> Quite understandable. It was. And what a way, with his entourage too, huh? <laughs> yes. And on Sunday, juniors. Yes. May I just say Abigail came number 26. I just have to do the weekly report of what number Abigail was. I got some good feedback about Abigail's little uh, audio last week. so It was lovely to hear from Abigail. And look, well done, Abigail, once again. 26 is not a number she's had in her collection before, if I remember correctly. No, I feel like we need to be tracking this, Ollie. We need to mm. have a, a bingo card for Abigail so that... Ooh. Okay. Mm. So finish finish token bingo for Abigail. I think so. Yep. I, I particularly liked, obviously, hearing about Abigail's borrowing of, of attire and everything last week. So, <laughs> Oh, bless her. She had a <laughs> But a good day at Juniors? Yes, always a good day at Juniors. Love seeing those mm. little happy smiley faces. We had a nice new group of first-timers join us as well, which is always wonderful. I was out on course as a marshal and I, I just love those little kids coming running towards me and cheering them on. I was the puddle marshal. The puddle marshal? Yes. Wow. Yep. So we That have, sounds exciting. <laughs> so we, we have to have 10 marshals out because we're an out-and-back course. We have to have a marshal yep. every 100 metres. So at the 400-metre mark, there's in winter a large puddle. Mm-hmm. Of course, at the moment it's dry, but it's still a hole in the ground that's potentially a, a hazard, you know. Okay, yeah. We, we put a, a marker and a marshal at that spot because it, it is strategically exactly 400 metres into the course and then we just direct the children around the pit. Mm-hmm. Don't, don't run through the puddle. I like to say, don't watch the puddle. <laughs> Go around the puddle. And they look at me like... Silly lady, there's no water. <laughs> I'm the puddle. Ah, so so it, it, it's not necessarily always a puddle. No, um, no, no, no. There's uh, no water. Okay. In winter, ah. there will be water in it. Yes. At the moment, it's just a dry pit. Okay, because that that role is going to get quite intense in winter with with a big puddle and all those junior park runners. Yes, surely. Yes, and I'm. Um, I don't think the kids would so much mind running through the puddle, but probably the kid, the parents don't want the muddy feet and wet children in the back of the car on the way home. So the puddle marshal is born. Yeah, yeah, that'll be a tough role. It adds to the interest of our course. That's right. We all have our unique features. I think that'll. <laughs> We haven't got a river or we have – oh, we've got a creek, but it's kind of a dry creek, but we've got the 400-metre puddle. Oh, that's technically part of that waterside parkrun themed, <laughs> yeah, range of definitions. So, well, it sounds like a good weekend, Mel. Yeah, it was. And you did mention earlier that you were joined by Toc on your parkrun. Uh, we have a roving report from Toc from the field as well as one from Mark. So should we have a listen, Mel? I think we should hear Sir Toc. Howdy parkrunners, Toc reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew. Today we've ventured up the Goulburn Valley Highway from Melbourne, about five hours north of home, and we've arrived in the lovely little town of New Merca, which hosts the Lewis Hammond Park parkrun. New is a town of about 5,000 people on the banks of the Broken River, and the parkrun actually runs out and back along the Broken River, so it's a lovely little course covered in towering gums all the way along the river. So it's a little cracker of a course. Today I'm tail walker, so I'm out enjoying a little bit of solitude amongst the ducks and the gums out by myself on the back end of the course. But a little fun fact, I was actually born in New Merca, so once again it's a bit of a uh, coming home trip. We'll catch up with a few people and have a chat. Cheers, parkrunners. Howdy park runners, we've just had a magnificent little morning tea, the coffee was really good and I'm here with Leanne. Leanne was the RD today and you're the ED of the event, Leanne? Yes I am. So Leanne, give us a bit of a description first up of the, the park run course. Um, the park run course is a nice shaded course, it's just along a creek, so basically an out and back, um, keeping the creek to your left, two three, four, four bridge crossings as you go across it, then across it, and then across it, and then across it. So, yeah, it's a nice out-and-back course. And uh, the name Lewis Hammond, where did that come about? <laughs> well, I was 
because we can't have the town name anymore, they've changed the sort of rules and all that, um, had to think of a park area. And I actually didn't know the park was called that. <laughs> and I've lived here my whole life. But, um, yeah, Lewis Hammond Park. So it comes from the park that's there and it's a beautiful little rose garden. Yep. And what's your background with parkrun? Have you done many different parkruns around or are you fairly new into parkrun? Well, I was fairly new into parkrun a few years ago and I just loved the idea of it. Um, so I've got my daughter with me and wanted to run with her in a pram and that. But I couldn't justify travelling to another town to do it. So I thought, that's it, I'm getting one in my town. <laughs> I want to get up in a Saturday morning and we're going to do the parkruns together. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Goulburn Valley starting to get a couple of parkruns. It's really good. Yeah, so we've got one... Um, there's two within half an hour of here. Then they, you can go to Echuca and um, Nathalie is hoping to get one up. So there's, they're all coming, which is yeah. good. That's a lovely little park run. If you get up here the night before, you go down to where the park run starts and you've got the little laser projection into the waterfall. Or the... Yeah. Oh, you saw that, did you, yeah. last night? Yeah. So they, um, the waterfall's got um, the water feature and it's all different colours, multi-colours through the night. So... No worries. Well, thanks a lot. It's been a magnificent little park run and um, the coffee's been pretty good as well. That's always a highlight of park run. I've got to say, the um, number of walkers you got out there was exceptional. You've got a really great group of walkers out oh, there. Oh, and they're loving it. And, and I had a new group come this morning and I knew there were walkers around town. Um, and it's the first time I've seen them and they said, yep, can't wait to come back again. So just to get all these walkers is really good. Yeah, it's really encouraging to see an event in their fourth week and the number of people that are now recording their second and third park runs and means they're coming back and it's really great you you haven't got that really big number of tourists hitting it's locals that are absorbing Definitely. and joining the family yeah just seeing yeah seeing the same people for the second week it's like hey and they're like yes i just beat my pb so that's really good to see i'm loving them coming back time and time again so and, and your young fella out the front today oh. he, he recorded a time today i believe he might have come first last week and forgotten <laughs> the barcode he actually hadn't even registered he just come <laughs> down and didn't know anything about it that's just his attitude of the young Kane Newby, a nice little runner there, a little young new one. Yeah, so. I think he ran a pretty good time today and he, he wasn't even puffing when he no. went past me. It looked like it was a light training run. <laughs> I think he smiled the whole way and <laughs> cheeky, cheeky lad. It'll be interesting to see when he has a crack how fast yeah, he can get around it. Yeah, it will be. Um, just needs someone up just on his tail because he doesn't like to lose either. So. Get someone to push him along a <laughs> yep, bit. Yep, yep, just get someone on his tail. <laughs> All right, well, I've really enjoyed it. Thank you very much for having us up here today. No, it's been great to see you guys here, so thank you for coming. No worries, catch you later. Okay, bye. <laughs> Good morning, Parkrun Adventurers. This is Mark reporting in for the Channel 5 News crew, and uh, today we have adventured not far from home. We're at uh, Ginandera Parkrun here in Canberra, and uh, Ginandera is actually the first parkrun in Canberra. And today was event number 424. It's quite a big crowd here today, it looks like. Uh, but uh, on average, they have, let me see, 177.4, but I think there's going to be definitely more than that this week. Uh, so we're going to have a chat now to a few of the other park runners and uh, see what they thought of Ginindera. I'm here with Rosie, and uh, good morning, Rosie. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Just getting my breath back. <laughs> so how did you find Ginindera Park Run? It was beautiful. Definitely the most picturesque one I've done so far. I've done ones near beaches, but the lake was very nice and not too hilly. <laughs> yeah, no, we've got some very good courses here in Canberra. So where are you from originally? Uh, Barrie, it's on the south coast of New South Wales. Just moved here like last week. So where was your normal park run? I normally did Shell Harbour or Huskisson, but I'd have to drive about 45 minutes for those ones. So very early mornings on Saturdays, but definitely loving it here. And what's brought you to Canberra? Work, because I'm a physio. I work in paediatrics, so that's what's brought me here. New job. Just graduated from uni last year. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. New grad. Yeah. Um, and have you touristed anywhere else around the New South Wales area? Uh, in terms of parkrun or yeah. just... I've done one in Parramatta, but that's probably about it. Usually it's just the Shell Harbour and Huskisson one, so... And definitely a lot smaller. This is, what, like 350 or 300 people? Those ones are usually, like, 70, so a lot a lot less congested. Yeah, no, well, Ginindera is the first park run in Canberra, and it's okay. it's pretty big. So, yeah, big numbers today. Yep. Um, so out of, out of those three that you've just nominated, which would be your number one? Oh, 
I don't know whether I should be loyal to home or I think this is definitely the prettiest one. Oh. I'll say that. This is definitely the most picturesque one. Well, there you go. Rosie calls it Ginandera prettier than Shell Harbour. <laughs> Very interesting. <laughs> I don't know if people from home will appreciate that. So, <laughs> no, definitely like the ones from home. This is the prettiest. Excellent. Well, we'll hopefully see you out and about in um, Canberra. For sure. Definitely hoping to do a few more around Canberra, but probably this will be my mainstay. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Thanks for your time. That's all right. Thank you. Nice to meet you. All right, I'm here at the uh, finish line with Amanda, who's just uh, crossed. Good morning, Amanda. How are you? Not too bad now that I've finished. <laughs> How did you find Ginadera Park Run? I, I enjoyed it. Yeah, it wasn't... The hills weren't as bad as I was expecting them to be, so, yeah, pretty good. No, I felt that they talked it up a bit in the in the start, to be honest. Like, I'm from a bit of a course that has some proper hills, so it was a bit, it was a bit soft here. It was, yeah. I, I've done a few back home in Newcastle, and that the hills are so much worse than that yeah they definitely talked them up <laughs> so which is your home park run i'm technically newy but i go to stockton quite a lot so yeah is that on the beach um you kind of not really you run, do run along the harbour though so kind of, it is still like on the water but yeah the one at home that we've got on the beach is the beaches so yeah. i've done that once before i don't like running on sand so <laughs> <laughs> probably never again <laughs> and what what brought you to canberra Ah, oh, we're just down here for a bit of a holiday, so yeah. I've done a few other park runs around here before. This was my first time here, so I thought I'd try one that I hadn't done before. So. And you get out and tourist a bit to other park runs? Yeah, I've done a few in few in Sydney, Wollongong, and a couple up, um, yeah, up north as well. So yeah. I'm going to put you on the spot. <laughs> you can't name your your home home park run, but what's your top three park runs? I enjoyed Gungarland when I was here in Canberra for the first time. Um, probably Singleton and the Terrace. So. Excellent, thank you for that. Now you're also wearing your rundown under top for rundown under Park Run Day. How are you tracking in your, your trip around Australia? Um, I'm almost at Byron Bay, so Excellent. I think I've only got about 5Ks left to get there, so <laughs> hopefully get that done this weekend. Go and do another 5K warm down now. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> All right, well, thank you for your time and enjoy your sightseeing in Canberra. No worries, thank you. So I've found uh, Philip here, who's um, barcode scanner today. Good morning, how are you? I'm good, thanks. How are you? I'm good, thank you. Um, been coming to Ginindera Park Run for long? Yeah, for since 2013. Oh, wow. So quite a long time then. Yes, that's right. So that's probably, so it's what, eight years? So that's around when it started? Uh, I think I, yeah, it was eight years ago, but I think they'd been going for a year or so, okay. almost a year or so. But yeah, yeah just had a move to Canberra and I'm telling my neighbour I needed to find a uh, easy running group and meet some people in Canberra and he said park run. Yeah, right. And he brought me out that Saturday and, and he took off like a jet and I still haven't caught him yet. <laughs> <laughs> And um, you, so you're volunteering as barcode scanner here. Um, do you do many of the different volunteer roles? Uh, yeah, this is my first time scanning the barcodes. Usually I just marshal with my kids and we're out on the course cheering people on. And uh, yeah, just a different perspective being at the finish line for so long. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and how have you found the, um, the, the barcode scanning in the new app? Yeah, I didn't know how it worked beforehand, but this app is brilliant. Just really easy and uh, just point and shoot. Yeah, it's, no, it's pretty, it's pretty good. I think it's one of the big, big positives that's come out of COVID with the development work they've done in the background there. So well done yeah. to the Parkrun team. Do you get out and visit many other parkruns around Canberra? Uh, yeah, so still trying to get to all of them, but uh, we've gone to Tuggeranong, Waigai Bridge. Um, we've gone out to Yass as well, which is really nice. And, uh, yeah, just been talking with my fellow volunteers about going down to Quinby <laughs> next. <laughs> yeah, they say there's got a little small hill there. You'll be right. Yeah, that's right. It's only, only half of it's uphill. The other half is downhill. So Yeah, but I think you've got to do it twice, so, yeah. That's all right. <laughs> it all comes out in the wash. <laughs> and you get a queue if you're chasing the alphabet, too. Well, that's it. That's it. I get my queue, and then I have to find a U place somewhere. <laughs> oh, yeah, Yurunga up in, uh, near Coffs Harbour. Excellent. All right. Well, I'll have to plan the holiday next for that place. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Thanks for your time, Philip. Thanks, Mark. Enjoy the day. All right, parkrunners, that's us done here at Ginandera Parkrun for this time. We'll uh, catch you next time on the Parkrun Adventurers. This is the informant. These are unofficial stats. They may differ from stats you read elsewhere. They are only current at the time they are collected 
with a 100% chance of an error from time to time. There were no event launches worldwide again this week, however, we had a post-COVID record of 457 events worldwide, with a record 417 events running in Australia and New Zealand, the remainder taking place in Japan, Russia and remote UK territories. Down under, we had 51,008 runners out of 52,172 worldwide. The PB records continue with 7,712 in Australia and New Zealand and 7,864 worldwide. 2,402 people in Australia and New Zealand participated for the first time. 208 reached their 50 milestone. 130 reached their 100 milestone and 22 people reached their 250 milestone. We have 11 new states people this week. Teresa 2 claimed ACT status at Waggy Bridge. Northern Territory got two more, Jai Strugnall at Nightcliffe and Chandra Gurung at Darwin. Tracy Kavanagh conquered South Australia at Maricourt Lake. In Tasmania, Neil Barnett claimed the full set at Cape Reed. In Victoria, we had Melissa Ellis, Michael and Susan Arnott at Lewis Hayman Park. And finally, across the Dutch, David, Jenny and Edward Drummond claimed North Islander and Altair Rowan at Trenton Memorial. Over on our most Aussie New Zealand events list, the biggest movers of the week were Philip Caldwell, Emily Steele, Narelle McInnes and Jane Colvin, who each jumped nine spots. In the top 20, it was very quiet. Kathleen Wallington now claims 13th spot as her own after running at Brimbank, giving her 137 different events. That drops Neil Schultz and Tony Jennings down one spot to 14th. Biggest Wilson mover of the week is Andrew Wallbank, who increased his index from 3 to 15. Kate Luton, Sue Brown, Mark Hibbard all deserve a mention, moving 10 index points each. Kate and Sue both went from 8 to 18, Mark from 3 to 13. Now I'm very excited to say I've received another challenge this week. Mildly recognisable parkrunner Brendan Peel asked, with a twinkle in his eye, which state has the most Cowell Club members? For those unaware, the Cowell Club is named after Chris and Linda Cowell, the first parkrunners to complete 100 different events. I'm pretty sure Brendan would have had his own thoughts on which state might head this list, and that is why he will be most excited to find out that Victoria is not on the bottom. That is again New Zealand, with one. They're content down there. Let's not talk about T20 cricket. Okay, it's actually not New Zealand on the bottom. It's Tasmania, ACT and Northern Territory, who all have none. Donuts are plenty. Above that lot we have South Australia and Western Australia, both on two. New South Wales is third on the list with 20, and that leaves Victoria and Queensland. Brendan, I know you're so excited you've just wet yourself, which is why I'm sorry to say that Victoria has not won outright. Queensland and Victoria are level with 31 each. Oh, who doesn't love a nail-biter? This has been The Informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. Another great batch of roving reports. Lovely to hear from Sir Tok and Marvellous Mark, who was coming to us from Ginandira Parkrun. And Ollie, there was some familiar Shell Harbour voices. Yeah, always nice to get a mention here and there. Shell Harbour doesn't get mentioned all that much on the pods, <laughs> but clearly Rosie presenting the balanced view. So, uh, I have to admit from the visit to Ginandera, it is a pretty special park run too. And yeah, nice nice to hear a um, uh, one of the familiar names popping up. You weren't a little bit disappointed that Shell Harbour did not get mentioned in that top three? <laughs> no, no. Look, I did... Parkrun tourism is all about opinions and, and uh, different experiences, right? So I think it's good to get those those different views. If everyone thought the same thing, it would be boring. I actually have run at Ginandira. I had a very memorable Easter family holiday there a few years ago and I rate it really highly as a very mm. picturesque event and I told people and I do continue to tell people how lovely it is at Ginandira. Oh, look, I think 
were I a little more regular in my travels, I'd definitely be training, planning a trip back to Gin and Dera. Uh, I'd love to see you know, what they've done with the course, obviously. It's been several years since I've been there, but, yeah, it was just gorgeous around the lake there. I have to get back there sometime. And we had the informant, Ollie. He has come back with some stats for us regarding the amount of cow club members per state. Yeah, that actually surprised me. I mean, I shouldn't be surprised. We've got some some pretty intrepid travellers out there in, in two states in particular. But, yeah, it's neck and neck, isn't it? Tie game. It is. Queensland and Victoria, both on 31 for cow club members. Mm. Quite a difference between New South Wales and the uh, other states. Yeah, well, what does that say? Is that that... New South Wales doesn't try hard enough. (laughs) Maybe we just just stick to our park runs that we love a little too much. Wow. I'm not going there. No, no, I should have thought about engaging in that particular conversation. (laughs) (laughs) Let's just say Queensland, Victoria are superior. On this particular tally, hands down, they are, yes. (laughs) We've got some ground to make up and one one day I'll be in the stat. Pull your socks up, New South Wales. Just get the informant to cycle back around in a year or two. Maybe I can help boost the numbers. We do have something else that's rather exciting, Mel. I think, you know, it certainly as a lot of park runners would have noticed, um, watching watching north from where we are, some exciting news. Are you talking about the UK roadmap, Ollie? Yes. Isn't it good? Isn't it exciting? Oh, we're so happy for our UK friends. We are so happy you have got some dates. And I mean those those months they sound they sound a little far away. I mean, we'll have to we'll have to list them, but I'm sure many of many of the park runners know they sound far away, but they're going to be here before we know it. They will. So we've got Junior Park Run in the UK returning on the 11th of April. That is not far away. That is what six weeks away? Less. Yeah. I mean, that's uh, no doing my maths. Yep, close to six weeks, five and a half. Depends when the pod comes out, but yes, very exciting. And so. Ainsbury Heritage Trail Junior Park Run. We've got a sister park run over in the UK. Did you know that, Ollie? Oh, now I would be lying if I could remember which one it was. I remember you mentioning it at one stage. I don't stage. think Who I have, it? so I don't oh. think you know. Oh. Gee, I'm, I'm making <laughs> things up, am I? Sorry, Mel. Who is it? It's Town Moore Junior Park Run. Okay. You're going to ask me how I've got that affiliation, aren't you? Yes, absolutely. (laughs) I've got a couple of friends that live in the UK and one of them, Dan Buckley, is involved in Town Moore Junior Park Run. So, yes, we've got a little bit of communication going and we have adopted them as our UK sister park run. Oh, that's fantastic. And... So for any listeners not too familiar with the location of Town Moor. Don't ask me that. <laughs> that's all right. I've looked it I'm up I'm Googling now. it I've now. I've looked it up. <laughs> it's in Newcastle. Thank you. Newcastle in the northeast. So hi to Dan and Rachel because I know they listen. So we are thinking of you guys and we're so excited that you've got a date for Junior Park Run to come back and we can't wait to um, give you a big shout out and see your juniors come back out of lockdown. Great to see you know, the kids get the opportunity. Obviously, that's moving through the, you know, the, the government's different phases of return. And um, yeah, again, I, I will admit I've listened to a few Parkrun podcasts this week and, and uh, it's been great to hear work, some Ollie. of the coverage, Mel. Yeah, actually catching up for a change. So, I'm so proud. Yeah, you know, the news got me buzzing. So it was was good to hear and, and obviously to hear some of the reasons, some of the rationale around the approach as well. Yeah, so the junior park run in the UK is coming back but only four to ten-year-olds are coming back and the reason behind that from what we understood listening to Tom Williams is that uh, there is a concern because there is a lot of the – probably older juniors that are also registered with the 5K park runs and that regularly run the 5K park runs that may not necessarily usually run at juniors but with Mm. the 5K park runs not being back yet may take the opportunity to go to juniors and then the 
amount of runners will increase significantly. So potentially junior park run numbers may double. And to the detriment of the littlies, yeah. Yeah, and then overrun the littlies uh, because there's mm. a big difference between a four-year-old and a 14-year-old, of course. And yeah. the 14-year-olds, they can run really fast. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, and power to them. Like that's fabulous that they can, but we have to protect the smaller children. So with the safeguarding aspects, uh, mm. Mm. The decision was made by Parkrun to to take that in, into consideration and to put their safeguarding as paramount. Yep. So, yeah. Yeah. And well done to Parkrun for always looking out for the best, how would you say it, Ollie? Well, the best interests of the Parkrun community. I mean, it's we've seen in Australia that – uh, re-establishing and relaunching so many park runs, and that's not fair. It's it's more than just Australia; it's New Zealand. It's it's obviously more of events abroad, and there are so many different considerations. Uh, there's the you know the, the locations, the communities we're operating in. There's the councils. You know, we've still got park runs in Australia. Clearly, that you know still have to to work on those relations um you know with with the local you know, landowners or, or councils or otherwise and you know for many justifiable reasons in many cases um but there are obviously many many layers so echo that mel well done to park run uh, and to everyone involved maybe a bit in advance uh, for all of that effort uh, which you know clearly has been done in the interests of many people that have been looking forward to their parkrun coming back. Yes, we cross our fingers that mm. the UK can look forward to that date of the 11th of April for juniors. Obviously, this yes. is all dependent on everything going to plan. And That's right. they've got a date for 5K parkrun too, Ollie. That is the 5th of June. Again, everything going to plan. That is the date that they will come back. So, woohoo! We're very happy to hear that for our friends in the UK. Absolutely over the moon. Looking forward to that date. It's in the calendar already. And look, cheers clearly to um, Free Weekly Timed and with me now and everyone else you know, across the UK parkrun community for keeping everyone you know, spirits up, not park running, you know, looking after one another. And I bet it's going to be quite the celebration. Uh, hopefully along this framework, but um, no matter when, when it comes back. Yes, and hopefully in the future, international travel can reopen Ollie because I want to get over there. I want some of that UK parkrun love. I want to get to some of those events. I want to go to Bushy. I want to go to Fountains Abbey. I want to go to Bear Island and Seven Bridge. What's on your list? Oh, look, they're all fantastic, aren't they? Um Look, it's it's going to be massive, quite literally. But you know, I'd love to get to Southampton. You know, that's that's where my dad's side of the family are all from, ah. and the chance to to run around the course there would be fantastic. So that'd probably be my first stop off. Okay, lock it in, Ollie. <laughs> <laughs> Look, got to watch my words, as I said earlier. So uh, I'll be there when I can. That's for sure. Now, Ollie, we've got something exciting today. We do. And, look, I'm just going to note my cheer squad's gone. I, I had the frogs and the cicadas in the background, one and or other. They've, they've all abandoned me, Mel. What so happened I'm... to them? I was enjoying <laughs> them. You killed them. Yeah, maybe during the roving reports I did get a bit stern with them. But um, I'll, I'll have no support because I'm clearly going to need it for a bit of March Madness. So as we said, this week we've all been looking forward to the new month and a special return of March Madness. So we're joined this week by the Quizmaster himself, Mr. Simon Mackley. Welcome, Quizmaster. Thanks, Ollie and Mel. It's great to be back. So I've got nine questions for you. How are you feeling? I'm feeling really good. I'm a little bit nervous. And Simon, can I ask you, can we phone a friend? Uh, well, sure. That's that's a great idea. What I should point out, listeners, as well, is that when Mel lost last time, she lost to me. <laughs> it's a little awkward. <laughs> it's all coming oh, back to me. Oh, you mean Mel is in me? You. Oh, <laughs> damn it. <laughs> all coming back to me. Yes, yes. I was reminded that Mel was the original champion 
of madness. So uh, yeah, that's yeah, yeah. all we were going to elaborate on. We weren't going for who we, who Mel lost to. Mel didn't even remember that bit. God, I remember who I lost to. It was Brendan Peel. Brendan did certainly carry that for a while, didn't he? He was the holder of many pineapples. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Not something I want to sure I want to hold for that long, but all that many, but yes. It was a golden pineapple and you'd both have seen it. And can we just say that at the next Palm event, we may have a new trophy that we will keep secret. Sounds intriguing. Are we ready to go? Yes. Oh, look, tear the Band-Aid off, guys. <laughs> Do you want to hear our buzzers first? Oh, yes, please. Go, Mel. Here's mine. Nice. Ollie? Let me just warm mine up. <laughs> <laughs> Why do I feel like you should have had an air horn or something, Ollie? <laughs> I'll, I'll use a bit more gusto when it's the real thing. Trust me. Okay. Excellent. Let's kick into it. Name a parkrun anywhere in the world that starts with palm. Oh. Mel? Palmerston? Perfect. Yay! <laughs> She's on the board. The only other one in the world is Palmerston North in New Zealand. Oh. Exactly. I knew I thought New Zealand, get it Ollie, you should have got that. <laughs> My heart is already broken. <laughs> <laughs> okay, question number two. Are there more Zoe's or Hannah's who've run at Parkrun? Oh. Yes, Ollie. I'm going to go with Hannah's. You are correct. And it's, it's not as many as you think as well. So there's oh. 2,071 Hannah's and there's yep. 1,382 Zoe's. Okay. That's a big difference. It's a big yeah. difference, but it's still, there's only 700 between them. Yeah. Well done, Team Hannah. Like I would have expected Zoe to be lower just because it's a Z. Anyway, moving <laughs> on. So you're both on one each. <laughs> okay. Okay. The next question is a who am I? So the first person okay. to jump in will have to answer it. And if they don't get it, we'll, I'll keep on going until the, next, until the other person jumps in. Mm-hmm. Who am I? I heard about Parkrun first on, the, on Marathon Talk. My Parkrun journey started at Barry Curtis Parkrun. And I've now run in four different countries. Mm. My athlete ID is 214-7564. And it's been scanned over 160 times. I've volunteered on 94 occasions and I've run at 58 different locations. I am the event director at Poringa Parkrun. I am. Whoa. I think I heard Mel first. <laughs> oh, are you sure? <laughs> yep, Is it Alison so. King? It's Alison King. Yay! <laughs> Well done, Mel. We really should have picked that one up earlier. <laughs> <laughs> there was a lot of hard stuff in there and I thought, how quickly can you look up that athlete ID? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's a good idea. <laughs> I thought of that. <laughs> Don't worry, there's no more questions like that one. Okay. How many park runs are there in Australia? Mel? Can I phone a friend... Sure. Who do you want to phone? I want to phone the informant. Oh, what? What? No, hang hang on. If you phone the informant, who can I phone? That's not my problem, Ollie. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I'll have to find another friend. Okay. No worries. This is the informant. Hello, informant. It's Mel here. I've got a question for you. How many park runs are there in Australia? Hmm, yes. That's an easy one. 387. 387. Yes, plus the nine prison runs. Exclusive entry list, but a valid park run nonetheless. So 396? Yes, 396. But the six disbanded events... You should probably remove them. So 390? Absolutely, 390. Plus the five junior events. Okay, 
So I'm locking in 395? Yes, 395. Wait, I forgot Tasmania. Good lord, they get angry down there when you leave them off the map. Add another 17 for Tasmania. Uh, that's 412. Of course it's 412. Thanks, informant. Anytime. This has been the informant, and my spreadsheet is bigger than yours. Well, I'm certainly not gonna I'm not gonna disagree with the informant. He does have the biggest spreadsheet. Yay! Okay, so that's another one to Mel. So it's three one to Mel at the moment. Mm. <sighs> that's smart, doesn't it? Okay, ready for the next one? Yeah. Ready, ready. In 2004, the average finish time at Parkrun was 24 minutes and six seconds. In 2020, what was the average finish time? And this is multiple choice. Ooh. Was it 3202, 3303, 3405? Ollie? <laughs> I'm going to go with uh, it was 3303. What? <laughs> you guessed that. <laughs> you definitely guessed I, that. <laughs> I. I was originally thinking closer to 35, but there were, yep, no, had to, had to go with the hunch. <laughs> well done. So, yes, guessed it, totally. <laughs> you did guess it, okay. All right, so the next question is going to be really hard, so I'm going to take <laughs> the closest answer. Okay. I'll let you both answer, so you don't need to jump in. Okay, what is the average step count to complete a park run? Mel, you can go first. Oh. Okay. Um, I'm going to say 7,700 steps. 7,700. Okay. And what do you reckon, Ollie? For the average. Yeah. So if we're looking at average, we're looking at average park runners. So the time being around the middle there. I'm going to go with 5,500. Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so the closest <laughs> to it. Simon. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I didn't think this one through. The closest <laughs> is actually Ollie. It's 6,561. Oh. And what that means is we're actually tied on three all. Wow. Okay, next question. Which is the closest park run to the equator? Ollie. Uh, well, if it's all right, Mr. Quizmaster, I'm going to phone a friend too. Perfect. Who are you going to phone? <laughs> I had to think about this one since Mel took the informant. So uh, you know what, Mel? I do need a bit of help. So I'm going to call the Oracle. What? What? Who's the Oracle? What? You haven't run this past me. Who, who is the Oracle? <laughs> the Oracle knows everything. So uh, we'll, I'm sure be safe with the Oracle. So uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to entrust my answer completely to the Oracle. This is the Oracle. I sense much fear in you, Ollie. Teach you, I will. Much to learn, there is. Knock out South America, we can. Knock out Africa, we can. Left, is Asia. Close is Malaysia, but correct it is not. Crossing just below Singapore, it does. Bishan and Badok Reservoir, in the map, both too high. West Coast, East Coast, left they are. 50-50 this is not. East Coast, is the answer you are looking for. Learn well, you have. Knowledge, is power. This has been the Oracle. Fantastic. The Oracle definitely got it right with East Coast Park Run in Singapore. Ooh. 
So, Ollie, you're up 4-3 now. Oh, what? (laughs) (laughs) I knew I could count on an oracle there. (sighs) Okay, so next question, and we've only got two to go. Ooh. The next question is, the Australian park run with the longest name is how many letters long? Oh. Oh. It's multiple choice. (laughs) So I'll give you. (laughs) You're going to get one of the answers. Okay, is it 35, is it 42, is it 44, or 47? Oh. Mel? No, I'm just going to guess at 47. Incorrect. Oh. <laughs> I'll do that cause just because I want to use my buzzer. Um, sure. <laughs> <laughs> I am convinced I'm wrong, but I'm going with 35. Incorrect. There's only what two left. Now? Do you want to have another crack? So it was 35. 42, 44, 42. or 47. Do I get the next turn? Whoever buzzes in. <laughs> Go, Mel. That's a yes. Okay, 40, 42. Incorrect. Oh. Oh, it's a Stephen Bradbury moment. <laughs> <laughs> it is a Stephen Bradbury. Last man standing. <laughs> so what? what is it, Ollie? He's forgotten. Oh, I just forgot what Mel said. <laughs> oh, dear. Can I go again? <laughs> um, do I still get the chance to answer or is that gone? No, I think you get the chance to answer if you can remember the number. <laughs> I can't remember the number, but I'm going to go with 44. It was 44. (laughs) Okay. Now, I'm going to throw a special one in here. Um, Yes. First one to buzz in, do you actually know what it's called? What? What's the name of the park run that has 44 letters? Oh. Oh, Glasshouse Conservation... Glasshouse Mountain. Yeah, bit of buzzer. <laughs> Glasshouse Mountain Conservation Park Run. Incorrect. That's actually oh. the second Ooh. longest at forty-two letters. Oh. Do you want to have a crack, Ollie? Ah, uh, it's killing me. Um, no, I'm stumped. Okay, Mel, you're going to kick yourself. Grand Ridge <sighs> Rail Trail Park Run, Merbury. Oh. Course. <laughs> yep. Alrighty. This is the last question. And for a score check, Mel, you're on three and mm-hmm. Ollie's on five. Oh, I can't win. <laughs> <laughs> oh. What if I made it a two pointer? <laughs> oh no, then I'd have to have a <laughs> I'd have to have a um another question, which I don't have. Oh. Winner takes all, huh? <laughs> Actually, no, I do have another question. So Ooh. Let's make it two. All right. And I can throw another question there. All righty. So I, I recently completed my 50th different park run or cow at Cow Pasture mm-hmm. Reserve in Camden. There's mm-hmm. two other park runs in New South Wales with cow related names. Just name one of them for me. Oh. Oh. Cow related names. Ollie. Is Pioneer Dairy? It is definitely one of them. Well done, Ollie. And Mel, the other one, and I know because it was a New South Wales question, you were at a little disadvantage. The other one was Cowra. Oh, yes. Uh, Well done, Ollie. I stuffed that up, didn't I? Sorry, Mel. Well done. (laughs) You walked away with it. You beat me, Ollie. Yay, Ollie. Somehow skated in there. (laughs) Definitely Stephen Bradbury in there. Yes. Well and truly. Fabulous. Thank you, Quizmaster. Thank you, Mel. I didn't think that was possible. <laughs> <laughs> You've got the trophy now. Hey, I'm just a little bit um, in awe of the Oracle, a new identity in our podcast that we haven't heard from before. Fabulous. We didn't see that one coming, but it's, uh, yeah, it's always nice to have a bit of extra parkrun wisdom around. So hopefully we'll hear a bit more. Yeah, I hope we get to hear from the Oracle again. 
guess we'll find out whose spreadsheet is bigger. (laughs) (laughs) And thank you, Simon. Thank you very much for coming on and hosting the quiz for us. My pleasure. Thanks for playing along and inviting me on. No worries. We look forward to catching up with you again at Palm. I assume you're going to be there. It's up in the air at the moment. Oh, no, really? I might have a clash with my wife's 40th birthday. Oh, no. (laughs) We didn't check the calendar. That is a pretty significant clash. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, that is pretty important. (laughs) It is. So I've written questions and I will be passing them on to somebody to do it on my behalf. And I've got someone in mind. I'm yet to ask them, though. Oh, make it the informant. (laughs) (laughs) that'll out the informant that's for sure (laughs) he can wear a disguise it'll be fine nobody will know yeah yeah we've totally got that covered we're taking a curtain (laughs) okay (laughs) (laughs) i can see it being like this circular you know those (laughs) you know when you go camping and they have those like the showers that go around a toilet oh yeah (laughs) And people sit down with their, like, curtain toilet. Nobody Mm. can see them. Absolutely foolproof. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, dear. But it might not be the informant. So, Simon, you choose whoever you want. I will. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We certainly will miss you there, Simon. Um, But anyway, how have you been going? Have you got any other exciting adventures coming up? Now you've got the cow. Oh, I haven't got anything planned. I do have a long <laughs> list of places that I need to, to go to. So I'm three away from finishing my Rayfarer in Sydney. And mm. I'm slowly getting through my alphabet. But, um, yeah, I have a few things in mind. Excellent. So the Rayfarer, which three events are left? Kasula, mm-hmm. uh, Chipping Norton and Panania. Uh-huh. Have you got your pirate club? Oh, well and truly. Oh, yeah, okay. Just because you know you noted a couple of C's there, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, no, I've you'd be uh, testing me to find it, rem- remind me what my C's were, but um, what have I got? Cronulla, Cowra, Curl Curl. Um, oh gosh. Campbelltown, obviously. Yep. I have done, I have got Campbelltown. Uh, yeah. Chelsea Bicentennial. Oh, in Victoria. Oh, gosh, you've put me on the spot. I can't think. No, that's okay. There's uh, next uh, next madness on the pod for us, Mel. We can quiz the quiz master on <laughs> his own stats. Hey, Simon, any chance you'll get to Main Beach for their 10th anniversary? No. Oh, poo. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's okay. That's April, right? I believe yes. so. But nevertheless, we really appreciate you coming along and we've loved catching up with you tonight and thank you for hosting the quiz for us. Thank you. March Madness lives again. Yes, it's good to have it back. Thank you very much. I don't know how that was possible, but <laughs> big thank you. <laughs> My pleasure. The reigning champion, Ollie Spake. There we go. Well, Quizmaster, Simon, take care. We hope to speak to you soon again. Thank you. Talk to you later. That was fun, Ollie, and thank you very much, Simon. We had a ball doing March Madness again. Congratulations, Ollie. You beat me. Uh, Who would have thought, huh? I know, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, it was a lot of fun. Well done, Mel. You certainly had me uh, sweating there that I was uh, going to stumble even though I got ahead there. So don't think I could repeat that. But, Ollie. You've got mail. (laughs) Yes, we have got mail. It's been fantastic to to hear from a few more of the listeners. But we got this lovely email from Leanne. So thank you, Leanne. Um, Mel, I'll read it out if that's all right. Please do. And if that's all right with you, Leanne, hopefully. (laughs) But she says, uh, hi, athletes, long-time listener, first-time communicator. Just a quick one to say thanks for the entertainment. I fluted it today and was running past or through Southbank today, listening to you guys when you covered it. I'm in Brisbane for a quick visit, back to world record holding home run Parramatta this week. 
always love the coverage of the runs and end up adding them to my to-do list. I appreciate and thank you for the work you do, which is lovely. Thank you. I, I too have been adding them all to my to-do list as we go. So yeah, I'm clearly going a long way backwards in progressing through that, but great to hear from a listener once again. Yes. Thank you, Leanne. Thank you for taking the time to write to us. And we're glad that you were running through Southbank when you were able to hear Lyndall doing her roving report from the same place. Yes. And Ollie, anybody who does want to reach out to us, did you already say this? I did not. Anybody that does want to reach out to us <laughs> can email us. I mean, you can message us on Facebook too if you like, but um, our email address, as always, parkrunadventurers at gmail.com. Thank you. <laughs> We've had a very full episode this week. Yeah, look, I'm spent. It's late. I'm absolutely, absolutely spent. Do you um, have something you have to remind me, Ollie? <laughs> oh, hang on. Let me check Check my, uh, yes. Don't forget to bring the budgies Thank in. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> this, this system could work. You remind me to remind you. <laughs> yeah. I, think I, can, I think I can manage with that. Mm, one job. One job. Well, why don't we leave it there for this week and we can catch up and find out what we've done for a brand new week of adventures next week. Yes. Thanks, Mel. Thanks, everyone. See you next week. 